will be the third time I've heard this, but I want you to uh, focus in on this. This is uh, Chuck Schumer doing his tearful, painful little speech after Amy Coney Barrett ended up on the Supreme Court. Oh, yeah, this is a Hall of Famer. This is. This is performative art right here. At the end, where he's barely able to go on as an old man who's about to take his seat. Sir John Gielgud, doing Hamlet, thinks this is a beautiful performance. My deepest, greatest, and most abiding sadness tonight is for the American people and what this nomination will mean for their lives, their freedoms, their fundamental rights. Monday, October 26th, 2020, it will go down as one of the darkest days in the 231-year history of the United States Senate. I yield the floor. He's so sad he could He is like a even, little baby. He could barely even yield the floor. Mm. He was so devastated. Yeah. Yeah. I just, Poor old fella. What is this? My this, biggest concern this is the American who people. Is, just, right. Who is this monster? I haven't been following the news. We got uh, confirmed to the court. Is it, is it Hitler himself? Is it, <laughs> is it uh, Charles Manson? We've got some breaking news. Donkey worthy? Mm, what do you think, Sean? Yeah. He eats an awful lot of oats. I mean, why do we feed him? If we're not going to use it. Because if everything's breaking news, then nothing is. I don't okay, want to learn the lesson of cable I don't know news. what it is. I'll let you guys rule. I, I will not hear this case on bonk. I, I don't want to use him like a rented mule. On, when he's, that's when not, he's a, that can't be a legal mule. term, right? <laughs> on bonk. On, oh, yes. Yes, on bonk. That's what happened when Adam West as Batman punched the Joker. On bonk appeared on the, on the screen. <laughs> um, In the French version of Batman, yes. <laughs> they got a bunch of staffers there at Fox News TV division. They got the corona, and the big anchors are going on quarantine. Mm. So who does that mean? Brett Bear's been working from home a lot. You can tell when he has that weird, phony newsroom background going, he's at home. But I know his son has had serious health problems, and he's probably just keeping the family mm. safe. But um, And uh, it was funny. I'm, there, they did a report last night with one of the Fox business people, and obviously their, their contract must say, you got to be on call for the evening shows, but you can do it from home. Because uh, Colin McShane was sitting there in a suit and everything. Nice window pane suit. I'm not sure I'm bold enough to wear that. It was What's good a window suit. pane suit? You know, with the big, like the big squares, mm. kind of the big, not pinstripes, but big lines. Well, that's squares. Um, and he was so obviously in front of a green screen of the stock exchange. Because I'm thinking, it's uh, it's like 630 at night. The stock exchange is closed, Colin. You're not there. <laughs> I got to get me a green screen. Why don't I have one? Speaking of the COVID, Anthony Fauci, you might know him. He's that doctor fellow I've seen on TV. Said, while semantics isn't the most important issue right now, he believes it's incorrect to say a third wave of coronavirus infections is happening. Uh, Cases are once again rising across the U.S. with daily case numbers exceeding records set during the spike cases in July. We're testing more. Uh, But to call this the third wave would imply that the first wave receded to a low level at some point, which was never the case, according to Dr. Fauci. Right. Uh, I look at it more as an elongated and exasperating of the original first wave, Fauci said, noting that the number of new cases never fell below 20,000 today. Um, Hmm. We never got down to a low enough baseline to talk about waves, he says. I still would like more 
because we've been ramping up testing little by little since we started. Yeah. So looked at really figures to... the other day that it appears to be up uh, almost 20% over the last month. So you're going to see a certain number of cases rise. But it's in red states. It's in blue states. It's in the upper Midwest. It's in the Southwest. It's here. It's there. It's in Italy. It's in Spain. Next, it'll be Ireland. And, and England actually is, is on the list right now. And then it'll be Portugal. And then it'll be the central Midwest. And newscasters will try to draw conclusions on who's a good governor and who's not and the rest of it. And on and on and on. We got this uh, text. I'll just throw it out there because I know some of you think this sort of thing. We've had 8.5 million cases. That's just over 2.5% of the 330 million people. Mm-hmm. That's not very many people. Then 99.7% of those that get the disease survive. What, yeah, ex- what exactly are our expectations here? That's, that's an excellent point. It is. We're well made. What are our expectations? We're going to ruin the economy, drive our children to suicide for to avoid that? It sucks. It, 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 it's what we have to deal with. It, it, this is our uh, generation's sucky, sucky bit of history. Man up. Deal with it. it. None of these are lies. You can look at the same numbers and come away with completely different views. I mean, if you look at the total number of deaths, as Joe Biden mentioned uh, during the debate a lot, that you know, that's a very big number. Yes, it is. We've it's had 200-some thousand, more than people that everybody died in every war since Vietnam added together and all that sort of stuff. But then if you look at the statistics, same statistics from this direction, Two and a half percent of the population's got it, and ninety nine point seven percent of those recovered. What are our expectations? Yeah. So, do how you, safe do we need to be to yeah. carry on with life? And I don't know the answer to that. Do you think the economy would not have gotten crushed were it not for the shutdowns? I would like to do that it in a got, parallel universe. It would absolutely have gotten damaged as people engaged in reasonable levels of self protection. Certain, you know, the cruise industry would still be devastated. Ain't nobody getting on a cruise and, and travel and leisure and restaurants and that sort of thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm fully prepared to be wrong on this, but I, I feel that the because it was government shutdown, which gave the political will to enact things like the payroll protection program actually helped the economy in what would have otherwise been devastation across many sectors. I, I don't I don't have much more than that initial that's several idea. ideas swirling around at once, though. I, I would mean. love to know what it would have been like if everything had stayed open and we had been we were getting the information we were getting about the disease and how easily it spreads and all that sort of stuff. People probably would have stopped going to restaurants a lot. Would yes. they been able, would they have been able to stay afloat though, as opposed to being completely closed? I don't know. I don't actually know the answer to that question. Well, I like the the point positive Sean made the other day, which is somewhat in opposition to what I think you're saying now, but. Is that if you had said to American business, look, we got to be really, really creative about how to stay in business, but not get people sick. Ready? Go. I think amazing things could have been done. But instead, you have one health woman running your state. I mean, literally with with iron powers, iron fisted powers or, you know, your county geek or whatever, who's got. Only one area of expertise, and that's disease prevention. Yeah, I, I feel like we did the thing that American politics does so well, which is try to thread a needle that only ends up failing everyone. Yep, that's uh, that it, is what we do well. Yeah, you do have the like the California specific, the Disneyland thing, where they say, "Look, we've opened up in other states and all around the world, and we're doing fine. We can, we've got a way to do this. No, nope. let us open up. No, nope. we're gonna follow the data. We're gonna follow the scientists." Science. I got a buddy who runs a bookstore, more or less, and he was forced to close for quite a few months. 
I should so ask you him mean how much he doesn't really run the bookstore. He's not sure it's a bookstore. I mean, a bookstore. He runs a bookstore he's more got a or less. Pie gal game going on in the basement, or, or he's your buddy more or less. Sometimes you fight. I'm confused by this story. What's what's yeah. going on? Here? Smart which, guy. Which part is the more or less? Yes. <laughs> it's a bookstore and more. He is my buddy. Yes. He does good. own it. Excellent. It's a bookstore more or less. Okay. <laughs> Some days there are books. Sometimes no. Well, books, collectibles, all kinds of different things. But uh, is it he, the Androids Dungeon? <laughs> he was, yeah, it actually is. Oh, really? Yeah, how cool? Yeah, he's comic book store guy. Oh, cool. Yeah, okay, That's awesome. And he knows everything about everything off the top of his head on any of those subjects. Yes. And my kids are amazed by him. They can ask him about any Pokemon card, and he know he knows what it's worth and what era and what the new <laughs> thing is coming out. And wow. but anyway, um, his store is forced to close. Government mandate closed, and I would I should ask him what sort of business do you think you would have done if you'd have been allowed to be open? I mean, it wouldn't have cost it. Electricity bill would have been the same, more or less. He's the only guy who works there. <laughs> I mean, so that wouldn't have changed. Um, if he'd have done any business, it would have been better than none. I gotta believe. But the ice cream shop two doors down was open, and right. they were open for a reason. They did. It, there's one example that argues against you, Sean. Play, I don't know of any place that was allowed to open that voluntarily closed. Because it wasn't worth it to be open. I don't know of one. Maybe there were some, but I don't know of one. Well, the, that the, experiment like would have played out. But, the ice well, cream stores that I know of in various places that were allowed to be open, the, the the donut shops that I was going to all the time, they stayed open. So obviously it was wasn't that to their the benefit. Sti- this part of the stipulation of the, the, the aid, though, was you need to pay your employees and... And, yeah, and I don't know. Theoretically, but it did not unfold nearly in the way it was promised. I mean, what? it's just such a... government a, plan yeah, didn't... What? Such a mess. Yeah, the whole. Uh, I don't know if you will have bureaucrats grab hold of the, the the situation, and they will control it, and they will yield a better result than if you just trust the American people. I just, uh, you know, there's part of me that just wants to drink myself to death because I've made the case, and many others, nice people, smart people, wise people, some of them are are, are really charming too, have made the case to uh, the country over and over and over again. And yet, we the people keep opting for brilliant bureaucrats running our lives. Yeah, we are. Some days I just, I'm not going to drink myself to death. I'm just going to disappear into the woods. You'll never hear me again. Yeah, we are ignoring to a certain extent just the whole idea of the free market is the government can't possibly understand everything. So, like, I'm thinking of this one guy's business I know. He's the only employee. And so uh, it would make sense for him, but it might not make sense for them. So, you got to let that happen in the free market way. As opposed to the government making a blanket decision for everybody. I don't know. Maybe the thing to do would be to ask you if you own a little business or would you have shut down anyway? Or do you wish you could have been open making a little bit of money? Would have been worth it? I don't How know. certain are you you could have kept your employees and your uh, customers safe hmm. if, say, your, uh, your, your card shop was open? Text line 415-295-KFTC. He's got like a Pokemon card that costs $200. My kids are just amazed at Does he have a very rare Mary Worth in which he advises a friend to commit suicide? You do have friends, don't you? Well, the super friends. Well, you should get some friends who aren't printed on paper. What, you mean action figures? Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty 
some texts come in on and comment on it more next segment on the if you 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 were uh, running a business and you had to shut down would you have stayed open if the government wouldn't have shut you down or would you have shut down on your own that's, that's not a minor thing i, I think they'll be dis- discussing this in economics classes and that sort of stuff for the next century probably yeah um mm-hmm. or would you we didn't weren't doing enough business we shut down we weren't doing or would you have stayed open I'd like to know that we got this text got no only an idiot would have would have closed their business um but i don't know how that is for everyone our text line 415295kftc 415295kftc why is the wall street journal got an op-ed about 50 cent today mm. the rapper 50 cent mr cents um his 50 ex- cents his ex-girlfriend chelsea handler very upset that 50 Cent said nice things about Trump. She was on Jimmy Fallon's Tonight Show the other night saying this. He says he doesn't want to pay 62% of taxes, which, by the way, isn't a plan of Joe Biden's. That's, that's, that's a lie. So he doesn't want to pay 62% of taxes because he doesn't want to go from being 50 Cent to 20 Cent. <laughs> and, I, and I had to remind him that he was a black person. So he can't vote for Donald Trump and that he shouldn't be influencing an entire swath of people who may listen to him because he's worried about his own personal pocketbook. So I haven't heard back from him yet, but I I am willing to, you know, seal the deal in more ways than one if he changes his mind and publicly denounces Donald Trump. I might be willing to go for another spin, if you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) I believe you're offering to trade sex for a... For, for, for a, a vote for a good yeah that's which, uh, uh that's well, crime it's, it's probably election fraud and certainly prostitution <laughs> from the wall street journal how 50 cent became 20 cent the rapper discovers the reality of joe biden's tax plan rapper curtis james jackson the third who goes by the stage name of 50 cent last week outraged the left by endorsing president trump in opposition to joe biden's confiscatory tax plan Because taxes aren't high enough. The rapper last week posted an Instagram snapshot of a news broadcast that showed taxes on high earners would rise to 62% in New York City with the caption, What the bleep? Vote for Trump. I'm out. Bleep New York. The Knicks never win anyway. (laughs) I don't care. Trump doesn't like black people. 62%. Are you out of your bleeping mind? That was 50. 50 cents op-ed in the Twitter. He later tweeted, yeah, I don't want to be 20 cents. 62% is a very, very bad idea. I don't like it. Mr. Biden wants to raise the top rate on individuals making more than 400000 to 39.6% from 37, plus impose the 12.4% Social Security payroll tax on earnings above that amount. Uh, the federal top marginal rate included 3.8%, blah, 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 blah. Uh, would rise to 57% in New York City. The top rate, he would be forking over nearly 70% of his income to government. Wow. With the New York City's 12% rate for just the city. Goodbye, Gotham. I'm a- N- nearly 70%. And a lot of the rich people in America live in New York. Nearly 70% of your taxes going over to the government. The whole rich don't pay their fair share. I've always, I've always wondered what the answer is to this for the Bernie crowd. What is the fair share? What's the right amount? 70% seems awful high. <laughs> um, uh, 50 Cent doesn't want to pay 62% taxes because he doesn't want to go from 50 Cent to 20 Cent, said Chelsea Handler, as we just heard. 
Miss Handler promised to pay the rapper's taxes should he retract his Trump endorsement because she's worried how he'll affect the black vote in America. Well, she had to remind them that he was a black person. Yet another young, woke, white woman lecturing black people on their blackness. I think there ought to be punishment for that uh, at the, by the hand of God when or a bus- something. When a businessman makes the business decision of, I think 70% is too much to pay in taxes. Which, that's a lot. I You're don't know a what black you think. person. You have to vote the way I say. I don't know what you think the right number ought to be. Man, that's a lot. You know, if if it's any consolation to our uh, our, our black friends, um, and actually to a lot of our white friends, too, uh, these, these woke white chicks make us insane, too. I'm so sorry. I'm so, I'm so sorry the world has to deal with them right now. Perhaps something will happen to change it. Meteor, I don't know, alien invasion, something, <laughs> and colleges will quit churning out mouthy idiots. You're a business owner. Would you have stayed open if the government would have let you stay open, or would you have closed down anyway? 415-295-KFTC is the text line. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We got quite a few texts on the would you have shut your business down uh, on your own if the government hadn't made you shut down or would you have stayed open, that whole thing. Um, I think it's really interesting. My my takeaway from it is, I'll just read some of them. I think we ended up at the right answer, but. I'm a sole proprietor of my own embroidery company. I have a storefront. was not deemed essential, but I didn't close. Companies still needed logo wear. Average to break... Uh, um, uh, was able to break even almost every month, just now starting to make money again. So they didn't close down and made some money. Just able to break even. broke the law? Good for uh, you. We have a family... Kept everybody safe, I'm sure. We have a family-owned flooring store. They made us close for March and May. However, Home Depot and Lowe's were allowed to sell flooring but a small place that only employs three family members had to close. Newsom sucks. Okay. True that. My family business is a chocolate factory. We closed for eight weeks because our payroll costs far outspent our earnings because zero people were coming in. <laughs> Somebody closed down on their own. Had to right. furlough the Oompa Loompas. Uh, Fair enough. They did what was best for them. You just read that only an idiot would have closed their business on their own. When you have to pay employees and you have zero customers coming in with zero dollars, what are you supposed to do? What you did. It yeah. should be your choice. That, that, yeah. Exactly. That's where mm-hmm. I'm ending up on this is, yeah. is, you know, some people would have closed down, some people wouldn't. How about you let the free market figure it out as opposed to government deciding whether or not you're going to be open? And I got a, the, the best one coming up in a second. Um, uh, oh, this is a different topic, but my son lives in a town of 1,000 people in Oregon. There's been one case of COVID, one case in the whole town. Schools are shut down. I rest my case, Your Honor. That's amazing. Why are people not marching in the streets? Uh, I, some of you are conspiracy-minded, and you think this is a test to see how far they can push control of the populace. Uh, I don't think it's deliberate, honestly, but I do think it has become one. It has, whether you like it or not, we've realized the people in that town, for instance, they're not marching through the streets. They're not 
packed, so packing the school board meetings that the, the school board members are afraid for their lives? I think it's a measure of how complacent yeah. we become about liberty. Yeah. And it disturbs me. Well, that's part of it. Part of it is we've we've lost thinking that we can actually change things at the local level, I think. I think we just don't even right. think of that mechanism. It's got to be the president. The president. What does the president do? What does the president say? We got to get the what president. What does the president say about school shutdowns? What yeah. did, you know, what did his opponents we, say we about school shutdowns? We need a national shutdowns? plan. As opposed to who gives a crap what they're saying 3000 miles away? Right. Let's all flood the school board meeting and demand they be open. Amen to that, brother. Those in our power. Right. I watch for confirmation bias, or I just assume there's some, and that I think it's more likely you're going to text something that agrees with our point of view. Uh, we would have stayed open. Closing for months and operating bare bones has killed our bottom line. If they had let us stay open, we would have stayed open. I'm a real estate brokerage. We would have stayed open, but they wouldn't let us. Um, um, uh, and then this one, which I thought was maybe the best. We closed on our own because we had no business. Or we would have closed on our own because we had no business on our own, but we would have opened up much earlier than we did. That's the perfect answer. Right. And the and the businesses that have sustainable customer bases, they can offer a pathway or a playbook for other, hey, this is what we did to keep our customers safe. Maybe right. you can try this at your, your location when you do open up. Every industry association would be full of that in their newsletters and their yeah. websites. Hey, embroidery shops. Uh, here's a successful reopening. Here's what they did. They bought this ventilation system, did this fan, and they actually uh, had people pick up on the sidewalk. They put a card table out, blah, 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 you know, for your industry. You would have seen unbelievable ingenuity unleashed. And nobody wants to get sick. Nobody wants to get their employees right. sick. But the idea that your freaking governor and his freaking health lackey should uh, uh, order, you know, make dictatorial pronouncements, it just it enrages me. Hmm. Transition music, Michael. Complete transition. Total change of topic. Oh, that's good. Clearing my mind. I can't think of anything when there's a flugelhorn blowing. Hmm. How about the xylophone in the background? When did that second guy wander in with his trumpet? Do do real jazz fans hate this kind of jazz? Is this even jazz? I think he'd call it jazz, wouldn't he? I don't know. Turn it off. I can't take it. (laughs) Do you know the Lincoln Project? I do. Are you familiar with this? I do. They're uh, Republicans, allegedly. They are bitter. uh, Who hate Trump and are trying like crazy to get him unelected. That part is not alleged. That part is clear. No, that's true. That part is clear. The Republican part, though, they spend an awful lot of time on MSNBC bad-mouthing a lot of principles that are conservative. So, Yeah, they are allegedly I think they've fallen in love with being on TV and having everybody just adore them. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I just became aquar- uh, aware of this on the Twitter machine. Michael, I'm going to be playing some audio for my uh, console. I meant to let you know. Um, and I'm going to have to uh, narrate some of it because uh, there's very little uh, audio. But uh, I saw Ben Shapiro, t- no, I'm sorry, it was Beckett Adams uh, tweeted, I, I, I L-M-A-O-O-O, laugh my ass off, I audibly snorted at the 44-second mark in this Lincoln Project ad, okay? I will also tell you this, Michael, the 44-second audi- mark will shock you. Um, you, you got to turn it up loud because it's very quiet, all right? We're going to roll here. You ready? I will interpret. The scene is a bedroom at night and a mom comes through the door where her little boy is sleeping, opens with his baseball in his mitt, his little monster game set. Mom walks through the door, 
Looks around the corner to see, yes, her beautiful little boy is sleeping. You can hear voices in the background. It appears to be a newscast. Hey, honey. She leans down. You asked me to wake you and tell you what happened in the election. Who won? Trump. Trump won. Wait for it. I thought you could only be president two times. Not anymore. Not anymore. She says with pain in her voice, not anymore. That's real. That's real. That's no. the Lincoln Project. No. Yes, because he's the new Hitler. He's the new Hitler. What if he refuses to leave? You guys still haven't uh, addressed that. Question. You're right. We haven't. Not at all. That's their actual ad. Yes. Oh my god. I thought god. she could only get elected twice. Not anymore, honey. Not anymore. And then you hear the Nuremberg-like chants in the background. Four more years, Sigil. Four more years. You can hear it. These, like the Nazis. These Lincoln Project types, to me, are the worst kind of po- uh, political pundits in the world, or uh, 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 actors in the world. Uh, They're just the biggest hacks there that exist. They have no principles whatsoever. No. So they're on MSNBC, and I've seen this. I've seen this multiple times. A discussion will come up about private property or abortion or anything like that that they, in theory, have dedicated their lives to. And somebody will say something outlandish or false. No pushback whatsoever Mm -hmm. from these complete frauds. Oh, yeah, they are complete frauds. What they are is, it's a lot like professional athletes. I mean, the the current Dodgers do not bleed Dodger blue. They get paid by the Dodgers. They will go play for the Giants or the Devil Rays or whoever pays them the most next time. Well, these hacks in the Lincoln Project, their career just happened to be they got hired by a lot of Republicans. They don't believe anything. no, no. Which is fine, you know, if that's what you decide to do with your with your your living. Uh, you just want to get people elected, to, regardless of what they believe. But don't go on uh, TV and write articles acting like you're these are uh, serious principles to you. That is so over the Turn top. Turn me back up you again, sure Michael. You sure that's not the onion? Listen to the I chanting. I think we've been jerked around by the Babylon Bee. Listen to the chanting. But I thought you could only be president two times. Not anymore. So, is the implication uh, and that then that's when Trump opened up his combination golf course and concentration camps, <laughs> Nazi Germany, and put the non-believers in there? That's the most over-the-top thing I've ever heard. If they're being sincere, oh, they are. Stop him, or it will never stop. So the is idea the, is, uh, is the vote him out. So the idea is, if he gets elected, yes, then then that's it. Yeah, all right, and he'll invade Canada, probably. I thought Greenland was first on the list. It's so far away and so cold. Nobody's going to play golf in Greenland. That's hilarious. I know. I thought he could only be because I'm up on constitutional rulings on how long you can be. I remember the amendment after FDR, this tiny little child says. Not not anymore, honey. Because the new Hitler, who at that point would be like 88. But so. (laughs) It seized power again! (laughs) But so is. So, so Trump wins this time, obviously, and then it's four years from now. And yes. does, did he run? Yes. And but he, uh, he, he put three more justices on the court. Amy Coney Barrett yeah. ch- ch- snuck into the archives at night, 
changed the Constitution, ripped up the 18th Amendment, and got him elected again. But, but we didn't get to the he can only be president twice conversation until election night. Again, you refuse to address the <laughs> the, the question. What if he refuses to leave? <laughs> right. You would oh not right. answer that even a little bit. <laughs> right. Hijacks Air Force One and rules from the skies. You people will believe anything. Boy, somebody texted a good, because um, we would uh, contemplate if he loses, how is he going to handle it? I think there's a decent chance he goes with uh, kind of a classy way to that th- th- that'll help him in history. You find that laughable show? And announces... Classy way? It'll be draped in gold. I think he'll be happy. I don't think he'll handle it in a classy way. He'll announce the opening of his new uh, Trump wherever. I think he gives a good consolation little thing, and I'm going to help the the Biden administration and anything they can in any way to to, uh, prepare them for, uh, you know, taking the helm and... They ran a good campaign and blah, blah, blah. But there's more work to be done. You know, that sort of thing. I think it'll be it. I think he'll do that just because he wants to be remembered well. I, I was watching uh, one of his rallies the other day, and he said, and we might even have this clip. doesn't matter. Um, he said, uh, listen, we might win. We might lose. And it's an election. Sometimes you lose elections, and that's okay. But, and I thought, wow, that was a remarkably untrumpian thing to say. But somebody texted. But you know Why? That's to lull us to sleep so he can get elected the fifth and sixth time like Hitler! Four more years, sick Four more years. <laughs> I thought you could only be president twice, Mommy. Not anymore. Hide in the attic. <laughs> the Trump troopers are coming for us. Oh, my God. But anyway, somebody texted what he needs to do. If he wants to continue the whole, you know, Trump thing and always being in the news and everything like that, when he, if he loses... Uh, he says, see you in four years. Oh, yes. And then and, and the, the left-wing punditry goes <sighs> wild. He's going to run again! He's going to run! No! And it's just... <laughs> You want to drive him crazy, just say eight more years or 12 more years. 16 would do it good. You'd really drive him into the loony bin. You know, and he would get a kick out, and then he might do this, because this he would enjoy. Rachel Maddow and Brian Williams and over on CNN, they would spend more time talking about how do we stop him in four years than the fact that Biden just won like an hour ago. Yes! And he would think, I still win. Biden just got elected, and they're still talking about me. <laughs> like you got a ring through Rachel Maddow's nose, and you're leading her around like a hog. <laughs> what do we do to stop him in four years? Oh, that's beautiful. The whole panel discussion is about that. I can see that happening. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> how, how funny is it that the Lincoln Project is seriously repeating Trump's joke? About, well, you really want to drive him crazy. Tell him 12 more years. God, that mom. Not anymore, honey. Not anymore. Why did I bring you into this world? Oh, Trump invaded the Sudetenland. It's just a difficult uh, maneuver to explain. I hope on all sides we calm back down to some sort of Schumer saying it's the darkest day in the Senate's history and just everything. The rhetoric is so hot, you can't get any hotter. Yeah, I know it. They're trying, though. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. I'm not a fan of Hitler. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Steve Hayes of the Dispatch just said that Tim Sandifer's piece on the 1619 Project might be the best thing they've ever 
published. Wow. Uh, and it is pretty good, and I'm reading through it. Maybe we'll have Tim on, friend of the show, Tim the Lawyer, uh, tearing apart the 1619 Project. Let me read just a little bit from it, uh, since we got a couple minutes left. Please. Take California, for example. He's arguing. Seriously, against, take it. Tim Sanford's arguing against the idea that uh, slavery is the true founding and every, everything that makes America exceptional has come out of abusing black people. A, a, a notion so idiotic it barely uh, you know, merits a response, but respond we will. Take California, for example, the nation's most productive state. It accounts today for 13% of the United States' entire agricultural output, 5% of its mineral production, and 11% of its manufacturing. If the enslavement of Africans and their descendants accounts for American prosperity, as the project's authors claims, it should be most evident here. Yet black slavery was never a major factor in California, which was always a free state. Instead, it was the cruel experience of Chinese coolie labor that shaped California's early years. About 40,000 Chinese immigrants arrived and go through that whole thing. And, uh, and, 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 you know, you also could throw in there's a bunch of the states that profited from slavery at the time are some of the poorest, most you know, downtrodden states in the country. Right. They're certainly still not benefiting. Well, and slavery was horrible for poor whites during slavery. God, I was reading, um, what was I listening to yesterday? Webb Du Du Bois's book about John Brown. Describing slavery. Oh, I've heard a lot Mm. of descriptions of slavery. That was a rough one. Slavery is really awful. Oh, boy. Really, really awful. Yeah. Another excellent episode of The Good Lord Bird last Sunday. It's still my favorite show on TV, the, the John Brown show. Yeah, I got to check that out. My son came across a quarter the other day, one of those quarters, commemorative quarters, and it had the, on the back of it for Virginia, John Brown's Fort. I thought that's interesting. That was on a quarter? Really? John Brown, who ended up being hung by the United States for treason? Different John Brown? No, same John Brown. What? Yeah. Interesting. It is now my. Incredible privilege to present final thoughts with these moron arms wrong and Getty. Thank you, Mr. President. Here's your host for final thoughts, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap things up. He presses the buttons in the control room, keeps us on the air. Michelangelo. Michael, final yeah. thought. Final, fall is in the air where I live, and you know how I know? Cold toilet seats. <laughs> I, I know it's ridiculous, but it's true. You sit down now and you really wake up. You know, Michael, I should have gotten you for a wedding present one of my fabulous warm toilet seat uh, bidet thingamajiggers. Change your life, man. Change your life. Positive, Sean. Final thought? Earlier in the show, I questioned the uh, the legitimacy of en banc as a legal term, but in law, an en banc session is a session in which a case is heard before all the judges of court rather than by a single or a panel of judges. Yes, I consider myself en banc, which was why I offered to hear it. I will employ all of my faculties. Jack, a final thought uh, to share with us? That reminds me, uh, Michael, I was going to tweet out a week ago and forgot to. My wife got a pumpkin spice latte at uh, Starbucks, you know, when pumpkin spice latte season hits. It was definitely the warmest it's ever been. I think it was 100 degrees the day they came out. (laughs) Nice, warm pumpkin spice latte with your sweater on your neck. It's 100 degrees outside. Global warming comes true. They'll grow corn in the Yukon. I say glasses half full. It'll be fine. Of ocean water in Kansas. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what was that? It flitted right out of my head. Oh, oh, golly. Oh, golly, gee. Oh, it had to do. Oh, that's right. 
Uh, uh, a good uh, good buddy of mine has uh, has the vid, and he's pretty sick, and it's terrible, and it's torturous. Uh, so be smart and uh, avoid the thing best you can. We'll keep working on good public policy and doing the talk radio thing, but uh, it's around. It really is around, and you're thinking, yeah, we're doing pretty good around here until you're not. So just be smart. So what's the number one way? Wearing a mask? Yeah, I suppose, and... and uh, Close, long, indoor gatherings are probably not a great idea. It's fine with me. That's been fine with me for my whole life. Mm, indeed. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. Go to armstrongandgetty.com, that ridiculous commercial we just played for you, the British MP, it's there. You having a good time? Okay, I, I did not say okay. that. I've sat here for over three hours and 15 minutes. <laughs> that sucks. If you wish to leave, you may. Let me just say... How very, very dismaying and disappointing. Not uh, good. And just change the channel from this mesmerizing horror show. We'll be better tomorrow than we were today. Then we heard the words. It's over for me. Adios, mofo. Okay, so we're, we're, you're, we're dismissed, is that correct? Do you want to rephrase uh, what you're doing? It was a dark day and a dark night. Well, it is what it is because he is who he is. That's why it is what it is. So in our power!